what's your magic number? If you watch TV at all, you've likely seen a financial planning commercial that asks you what you need to retire. Many people target a certain amount of money by age 65 and start saving and investing. And other people set that plan on fire. If you're familiar at all with the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early, you might have heard of Brad Barrett and his podcast co-host, Jonathan Mendonza, founders of ChooseFI.com. They're on a mission to change your magic number from a dollar amount to an age and one that's potentially much younger than 65. Brad joins us for a deep dive into what it means to choose financial independence instead of what's being taught to us by our parents and what's being touted by big financial planning firms. He makes the case for a series of small changes in your lifestyle that yield long-term wealth and, most importantly, fulfillment. And, of course, Brad answers five big questions here on Made to Thrive. Are you tired of just going through the motions? Do you know that there's more to life, but you aren't sure how to become all God made you to be? Are you looking for a community of people who aren't perfect either, but who want to be fully alive? This is Made to Thrive. Each week, we encourage, equip, and empower you on your journey as we interview experts and share resources to help you every step of the way. Let's thrive together. Brad Barrett, welcome to Made to Thrive. Thanks for being here. Hey, Sam. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is this has been something uh, an interview I've looked forward to for a long time because uh, my buddy Greg, uh, who's actually also been on uh, Made to Thrive, introduced me to Choose FI. Uh, a long time ago, and he doesn't get excited about much. So I knew it was like when he was fired up about this podcast. I was like, I gotta, I gotta hear what you guys are talking about. So uh, choose FI with uh, with you and Jonathan has been uh, a, a staple for a long time, and it's been kind of amazing to think about how I don't know how brief <laughs> it's been in existence, and it's really kind of become this this movement. So I don't know if you can tell me a little bit, just like. You know, what do you mean by choose FI and, and uh, you know, what you guys are working on over there? Yeah. Well, thank you. First off, thanks to your friend, Greg. And uh, yeah, yeah it, it's cool because it, it has actually grown into a movement largely because of that type of word of mouth, which is which is the most amazing part of this entire journey that I've been on here, which yeah. is, you know, there's, it hasn't been lightning in a bottle. It hasn't been, oh, we were in the New York Times and a million people read about us. It's single person by single person, just sharing it with someone, hey, I think this could make your life better. And, you know, that is just a remarkable thing. So, so yeah, anyway, it, choose FI. So FI is for financial independence. And basically, we started this, I guess, yeah, it's coming up on so we beginning of 2017. So I live in Richmond, Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, my co host is named Jonathan Mendonca. And he actually reached out to me. It was interesting because we were talking before we hit record. Uh, I my previous kind of online endeavor was around travel rewards, points, and miles. So right. Jonathan heard me. I have a website called Travel Miles One Hundred One, and Jonathan heard me on a podcast, and mm -hmm. he's like, "Oh wow, this guy Brad lives in Richmond. He's into financial independence, and he's into travel rewards." And he's thinking, I'm all of these things, right? So <laughs> that's, right. that's great. It was we're wild. So he, he might not like me, but I'm, but we're yeah, but I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach. <laughs> so yeah, so he reached out. Uh, we you know had a burger and and just hung out. Just really excitable guy. If you've ever heard choose a vi, you know how high energy Jonathan is. And uh, long story short, like he had this idea. Hey, I'm gonna start a website, and 
it was interesting because, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to do X, mm. right? And it's easy to have an idea and it's hard to take action. Mm. And one of, or for whatever, it's not hard to take action, frankly. It's just that for some reason, there's, there's that, there's that impediment. I, I don't know what it is, frankly, sure. but yeah, the taking action has become one of the biggest fundamental bedrock principles of Choose FI is good. you need to get up off the couch and take action. So it's funny that the origin point was I, you know, this was a stranger, this guy, Jonathan, right? I wrote him an email like a month or two after, after we had those burgers and said, Hey man, did you ever start that website you were thinking of? And he said that one line email, it might've been a text. We, we, we can't go back in. We can't exactly figure it out, but uh, change his entire life. He said, mm. just the fact that someone cared that someone was holding me accountable mm -hmm. really compelled me to take action. And he immediately, literally within 24 hours, he's like, okay, I think I can trick him. Basically, he, this is his internal, internal dialogue. The way said, yes. <laughs> I actually did. Here's my first post. Here's the website. So yeah, he started chooseify.com. And he's like, you know what? I have an idea that I'd love to pitch you on. And uh, we had coffee and he talked about this podcast and for whatever reason, you know, I didn't, I didn't need that in my life at that point, but, mm. but it just sounded so exciting. And the beautiful thing of, of taking a chance, especially in this, this mm -hmm. online world is mm -hmm. there's such minimal downside, right? Like if yeah. we start a podcast, we record five episodes or 10 episodes and it fails. Who cares? Who would even know, frankly, right? That's like, correct. it's so <laughs> part of the problem, but that's true. Yeah, well, right. That is part <laughs> of the problem with podcasting is how do you how do you get found? But that's a that's a separate uh, episode, I think. Here, that's but, right. Um, but yeah, so you know that was the inception point, and we just mm -hmm. kind of we just got started, and cool. yeah, it's uh, yeah. John obviously. Maxwell talks about the biggest gap in the world is the, the gap between knowing and doing. Right. It's, it's, and it's very seldom something, oh man, I didn't, I didn't know I was supposed to eat less and exercise. Wow. Now, now I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. What it is saying that, like, we'd all, you know, with all the info we have, we should all be billionaires with six pack abs, right? Like, you know, right. it's not the info, it's the taking action. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. And, and it's cool too, because I think about then what has sprung from this is that F, choose FI community where it's people who it, I mean, that really is at the end of the day, I'd heard before, uh, Brian Moran and uh, Michael Lennington who do the 12 week year. They talk about how uh, holding someone accountable is still an inside job because it's still the, it, but it, we choose who we're giving that mantle to, because it is still, we're holding ourselves accountable, but we're, it, we're able to share an experience or there's something about who that person is or who those people are yeah. that actually then makes us get off the couch and, and, and get yeah. moving. And that's awesome that, that you guys have had each other through this journey to be able to, like, as long as we, it's like, I think about it with marriage, like as long as we both don't have a bad day, we're in great shape. Like one of us is one of us is up. We're, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And that seems to have worked for you guys for sure. Yeah. It's been uh it's really been an amazing partnership and, and, you know, just to give people a sense, cause you know, probably most of the people listening haven't, haven't heard of choose a vibe, but uh, it has become this worldwide community which is crazy to think that we started this in a spare office in Richmond. And it's, it's centered around taking control of your finances, right? Mm. That at its, at its heart, it's being intentional. It's creating that little bit of space because frankly, like 
what is the biggest stress point in most of our lives? Mm-hmm. It's it's finances, you know, mm-hmm. and and that that perma stress, right? Like that never ending stress of oh, when is am I going to be able to pay my bills? When is the paycheck coming in? Is mm-hmm. this bill going to come? Like all of that, just those little layers of stress. Is my car going to break down? Like I mean, most people, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. they don't have even a couple hundred dollars saved up. They're living on the edge constantly. Right. And I think so many people look at saving money as deprivation, as, oh, I need to deprive myself of something. And Mm -hmm. we have reframed that entirely to, this is the easiest way to take control of your life, Mm -hmm. to reduce your stress, to give yourself options in the future. And so it's, it's not about deprivation at all. It's providing yourself the most important aspect that you could possibly provide, which is your time, your autonomy, your freedom and choice, right? So mm. for whatever reason, like I said, you know, a couple of minutes ago, this, our message, and this is never about us. You know, I, I kind of like to joke, you know, we're two bozos here in Richmond, just kind of talking to each other. And for whatever reason, I think we've made this accessible. I think for mm. so long, financial True. independence, right? I was... Yeah. Sorry, I, no. I, I thought I interrupted you. Uh, no, no, no. You're, I was just thinking of because each of the guys you interview, for by and large, are solo guys. Like they're they're you know uh, like you know JD Collins over your shoulder there. Yeah. You know, with the simple path to wealth, like it, it's it it almost you know Mr. Money Mustache, these the white coat investor, like all these guys have or had gotten to this point of financial independence. And so I, I think there was almost that that beginning of the, the guru status, which is a is a distance maker between us and not, I would say that that's a big part of us not taking action. You know, every time I see a Facebook ad from Grant Cardone on 10Xing something, like, <laughs> like you don't, you're, you're right. not, not where, you haven't been where I am yeah, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so being and, able to say, you know, we're take, we're beginning, especially if I'm right, Jonathan, was still working when this started. He was, yeah, right. Was and so it was really pharmacist. a join me, yeah, yeah, join me, uh, join us, yeah. to, and let's bang these ideas around together and have these conversations. Yeah, uh, I think there was something about that that was really disarming uh, for the listener to be able to to say, you know, it is. It, it's just two guys. We're a hundred percent standing on the shoulder, soldiers. Sorry, shoulders of giants. Yeah, yeah. You know, here here's what we're learning along the way. Yeah. No, and that's that's spot on. We never wanted to be gurus, right? It's it's the yep. we wanted to make this message accessible that every single person out there, no matter where you are, no matter what what you're passing, we've all made catastrophic financial mistakes. Every single one of us, and you know, you can either beat yourself up about it, or you can say, "All right, that's the past. I'm going to make one little change today to make my life mm-hmm. better, right? Mm-hmm. And one little change tomorrow." And one little change every day thereafter. And the compounding effect of that is going to be transformative, right? And yeah, the world, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you've seen this with many of your guests. The world runs on stories, right? People mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. They, they they love to hear stories, they love to see people who have made their lives better and with of of whom they can relate to, right? Like, right. oh, I see myself in that person. And look where they came from mm. and look where they are now. Right. And that's yep. it, it's really a marvelous thing. So, you know, we try to bring as many people from the community in as we possibly can. And like we've kind of alluded to, this community has grown to the point where we now have 
this kind of like decentralized uh, Chooseify local groups in 300 cities throughout the world. Wow. So with in real life meetups and you know people who can connect with other people taking the slightly unconventional lifestyle, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that's what's mm-hmm. so crazy, honestly, is that I, right. I, I hate to say that, but like it's unconventional that we're saving any money. Right, it's unconventional. <laughs> That's that. true. <laughs> right, how ridiculous so, is that? I, I'm putting myself. I, I think about this, unfortunately, like about like being a good dad. I was telling it with John Roman on from Row Dads, and we're just talking about like there's an element of this where the bar is so low <laughs> that, that my one percent that I do is like this seismic shift. Now I'm part of this population all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Put you ahead of 98% of people just by doing a couple little things. And, and yeah, Yeah. you know, it's neat because a lot of us who kind of got started with financial independence or, or were maybe naturally inclined towards this felt like these little islands unto ourselves, right? Like Mm. these weirdos that, you know, Mm -hmm. like us, we were saving 50 plus percent of our income, but still living a nice middle or even upper middle-class lifestyle and we had nobody to connect with, right? Because we're, can you just almost, validate me, please? That's what. We're, <laughs> yeah, please, please. We're normal. I swear. <laughs> just but, make me feel okay. <laughs> but so yeah, it's been that's been one of the the biggest aspects of the whole Chooseify ecosystem is is these local groups. So uh, that's awesome. Can, yeah. can people go to chooseify.com and just look those up? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, easiest way is just navigate directly to chooseify.com/local. And nice. yeah, if you're if you're in the U.S., there's a pretty darn good chance there's going to be a local group near you. Uh, I think we're in like 30 plus countries too. So yeah, give That's it awesome. give it a shot. That's awesome. Can you can you extend a little bit? Because from the Chooseify podcast has come, have come other podcasts have like what has this grown into? And, and the reason I ask is not necessarily to toot your horns because that was not what you intended anyway. Like you're just but to 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 see it as a reflection of, of what the community has asked for, or to see it as, you know, like, cause that's what I, I felt like at least is your content. It really is responsive to your community. And in that way, you kind of get, you're kind of have your finger on the pulse of what, what are people looking for? Yeah, yeah. That's not always necessarily finance related, but you know, it can spring from that. Yeah. And it, it's a great question. And yeah, I mean, we've seen it's interesting because when we first started the show, we really did think it was going to be kind of like nuts and bolts of finance. And we realized very quickly that not only A, would that get extremely boring, but B, more importantly, like five. We need to have more than eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. We're out. So uh, you save more <laughs> crickets, <laughs> earn a little bit more, spend that's a little right. bit less, that's and invest right. in index funds on in your gold. Next show, we're going to introduce you to the SP 500. Anyway, go ahead. But no, it's not. Uh, it's really quickly become like an all-encompassing, like I said multiple times already, is is taking action, right? And mm-hmm. that becomes mm-hmm. every aspect of your life. And I think you know we've seen that just in the Choose of I ecosystem. We've you know we talked about travel rewards. We've seen a lot of people get interested in doing that. So we put a course together. We uh, mm-hmm. we have a, a Choose of I foundation that we started, a non for profit. So uh, we had a team of educators who put together an entire pre-K through 12 curriculum that awesome. is really remarkable. And, you know, we're obviously adoption at, at a state level is extremely hard, but we're hoping, sure. you know, teacher by teacher, 
at this point and maybe district by district uh, to just increase adoption of that. So, you know, we have a FI 101 course for people just looking to get started. And as you alluded to, we uh, we realize like this is beyond just just choose FI. So we have mm -hmm. a, a podcast called Rebel Entrepreneur with Alan Donegan, who talks about, hey, how do you get started with business? So good. Right. Isn't he amazing? He's it just, so good. Yeah. <laughs> That is a wonderful, wonderful podcast. So highly recommend it. I mean, you know, he talks about how do I get started with a business without basically investing my life savings or putting mm. together a, a three-month business plan that took me, like I said, three months and a hundred hours to put together. Like you can just test, like you can iterate, you can get started, mm. like you can take mm -hmm. action, right? So uh, that was a cool thing. We have uh, our good friend, Jillian Johnsrud has a podcast called Everyday Courage. And, you know, she, whereas our episodes are an hour or 45 minutes to an hour, hour 15, she is speaking to people who have those little snippets of time, who are mm. looking for that little bit of encouragement, that little nugget of wisdom in a 15 or 20 minute span. So, you know, we're trying to reach people where they are in essence. Mm. So, yeah. yeah Do you been... see that as even an off, an offshoot of we start here and this is kind of the, the mental progression and, and and sometimes maybe matching their lifestyle if they are taking you know making progress in that but this is these are some of the things that are going to come up stage two or or stage three in their journey yeah i mean there are there are definitely there's there are a lot of a lot of things that can come up and that's why you know from my perspective the reason why i'm stumbling here is it <laughs> there's so much content we would love to create again to reach people where they are obviously mm -hmm. there's just uh manpower limitations on everything sure. and there's sure. all this stuff but uh but yeah i mean what came to mind when you when you asked that question was really like the the psychological hurdles that people have to mm -hmm. overcome mm -hmm. with a lot of this stuff i think yeah. so many of us have you know money scripts that start from our our youngest days you know who knows if you know your parents were arguing over money or there was scarcity or someone lost a job or oh all rich people are bad or you know money is the root of all evil you, you think of all these scripts that that people grew up with and none of us i mean for vanishingly few learned anything about finance growing up right not like, I, not positive or overt yeah, yeah, nothing. we picked up a ton, but really, our perception of, of you know being an eight or twelve year old kid was yeah. was clouded, you know, cl clouded that what I'm actually seeing have happen. Yeah, it's wild, right? And like, so I think really for most people, it's it's the psychological aspect of, hey, what would this look like to to do something different, right? Mm. What would it look like if mm. I could take control? of my personal finances? What would it look like if this could actually be easy and work for me as mm. opposed to some elusive they, right? Like this they impacting my life or they are trying to hold me down, right? Like there, there's so much of that. And, and I'm not trying to mitigate or, or minimize, you know, obviously obvious systemic issues. Like, you know, I, I, that's outside the bounds of what we're talking about. But, but, right. but realistically, like most of us have the ability to affect change in our lives, positive yeah. change, right? Yeah. Most of us can say, okay, there's some locus of control within me that mm -hmm. enables me to do something different, to take action and to save that money. Like it all starts with saving. It's not limited to that, obviously, right? But that is where this starts. It starts mm -hmm. that very first day of, okay, I need to figure out where I am 
right? Do, do how many, what percent of people do you think have any sense of what they spend, what they're worth, yeah. what their assets are and what their liabilities are? I just had uh, uh, Clark Bradley, who uh, he's a financial coach at initiating financial freedom. And he said his first, his first biggest one is just do the big picture and personal capital.com of your net worth. And like just that alone will bring to consciousness so many things, (laughs) so many issues, so many like, and I always think about too, like we avoid the mirror or we get mad at the mirror, but it's not the mirror's fault. It's just, if you don't like what you see, that's that's not on the mirror. Just a reflection. We'll avoid it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll avoid that part because we probably don't want to know. Um, you know, what the, what the real picture is. So yeah, it's, it's gotta be incredibly low for people to know what their net worth is or know, you know, what really where they are, uh, in this, in their financial journey. Yeah. And it can be painful, right? Because again, like Mm -hmm. I said, so many of us have made mistakes. I know I've talked about this ad nauseum on our podcast, but I engaged in this ridiculous, like real estate speculation amidst that like 2006, 2007 craziness. And I paid for that for years. You know, I was mm. a 25 year old mm. kid and I mm. uh, thought I was doing something smart and didn't realize how catastrophic it could be. And, you know, that was probably certainly compounded a multiple hundred thousand dollar negative decision for me. But yeah. yet I still reach financial independence in my mid to late thirties, right? Awesome. Like, so yeah. you yeah. don't have to be limited by those mistakes. They, they don't yeah. have to cripple you. The catastrophic, I thought I was, as soon as you said that too, and then you started talking about the story, it was, the catastrophic uh, decisions that we've made just make a really good first chapter. Yeah. And then, right. And then, but, but we get to write that story moving forward, you know, and it's, if you want to write the same one over and over again, throw the thing in the copy machine, go for it, but you don't have to. And that, that's what I love about, you know, what you guys are living out for people, but also, you know, bringing on guests, the whole thing, just these different examples. Oh my gosh, if she can do that. Like, and there's always going to be a, a particular guest, you know, that's why I love doing the interview model for, for this podcast of just, there's going to be a particular guest that, that, that resonates with you. They're like, okay, that now I'm, now I got it. Now, now I'm in. And so that's a fun part about, Hey, you're going beyond eight episodes of, yeah, of the nuts and bolts. <laughs> it's like, we're just, we're finding the right stories for, yeah. to tell, to tell people and, and to be able to respond to that. That's, that's awesome. And I, I'm, I'm ex- excited for this choose a five part because we talk about it's almost like the the how-to part is get a savings rate and then steadily increase it. The psychology side says you probably have some stuff to work on. So get the savings rate first. So we can get some compounding going (laughs) while we're, while we're working out the psychology. Yeah. You know, you're right. And, And it's, it's taking those little actions that a make you believe that this is real, right? That you can affect positive change and that B then compel further action. Right. And you start to see things get better. You start to see, oh, wow, my savings account is going up and my life isn't any worse. Right. Like there's not that deprivation of, oh, no, like I'm sitting here eating rice and beans. Right. Or Mm -hmm. eating brown bananas Mm -hmm. or something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like not only am I living the exact same life that I was before, but now I'm saving money and I'm actually huge accruing some wealth. Like, I mean, that, that to me is always how my wife and I have looked at this, which is you talk about the psychology aspect. Like, I feel like the pursuit of Phi has brought us closer together, 
Mm-hmm. And because it, it's it's almost made a game out of life in the most positive sense, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, how can we live the same middle or upper middle class life as everybody else around us, but get wealthy in the process? And we don't think about it in terms of wealth, but like, you sure. know, but but have this huge savings rate in the process, right? Like, how can we do that? And it's really honestly for us, it was just a couple of decisions. It wasn't this yeah. full full-on deprivation, full-on counting pennies, none of that. It was just, honestly, mm-hmm. it was driving old cars, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that that in and of itself was a probably half a million dollar net worth decision, if not <laughs> so more. So crazy. Which is <laughs> if wild, you have right? a calculator, you can start putting some meaning behind your expenses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you realize how <laughs> just much- kidding. Yeah. Just keep hitting enter on your compound. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all right. you need. <laughs> but yeah, $300 a month per car times two times 15 years, you know, and you think about investing that money over it's a 15, it's, it's insane, right? Like yeah. living in a house that was <clears throat> still very nice, but slightly below our means Eat, eating in most of the time cooking. Mm-hmm. My wife is a fantastic cook. It's a passion of hers. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. again, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but it wasn't deprivation. It was, she enjoys this. This is fun for her. So how can we eat four-star food on a two or $3 per meal budget, right? Like yeah. using travel rewards we've talked about. I mean, we, we travel like Kings and we mm-hmm. spend pennies, you know, yeah. again, yeah. another tiny little thing like cell phones. There are still people today spending a hundred dollars per month on their cell phone when mm-hmm. you can go to Mint Mobile or Republic Wireless and get the exact same service, literally the exact same service, <laughs> same towers, right? Same towers <laughs> for 15 or $20 a month, right? So yep. that's $80 per line per month. And that that's a thousand dollars per line per year, mm-hmm. right? Just a tiny little thing, and there's it's no crazy. downside to it. So yeah. you, you start stacking those kind of things, and all of a sudden you right. go from either in the red every month or saving virtually nothing to oh wow, we're saving 10, we're saving 20, 30 percent of our income, mm-hmm. and your life hasn't changed at all, but now you're on a path to wealth. That's a win it's to huge. me. It's huge. And that's again why I love like because the community, you have a, a weekly email, which I definitely recommend people uh, subscribe to where it's people are sharing what's their 1%. And I uh, I love to we talk about as well, locus of control. My friend uh, Paul Edwards talks about, he says, in any situation, I I can take at least 1% of responsibility, which means I, I can affect change at least 1%, even if it was 100%, it's just how I'm responding to it. And it's a terrible thing. I at least have that. I have a shred of that beginning of locus of control or agency in my own life. And so, yeah, highlighting the community and the 1% and, and you know, those wins are really, really great. Um, uh, one thing I want to say too, just to even respond to the deprivation, uh, and this is just timely based on when this episode or when this episode is being recorded is your email about paying premium when it matters was kind of cool. And it, it really fit into, I just started a book. I don't know if you know this. It's a really, it's probably 110 years old. It's called the science of getting rich by Wallace no. B. Waddles. It's like, it predates thinking you are rich. It's crazy. And the first chapter just talks about how, about why you should get rich. And it's because it's an awesome way. It's an, it's awesome to have the means to bless the people you love like that, like just to be able to afford you know, if you have kids in sports, like I, I do, I guess, you know, do you want to not, you know, don't you want to give them the best of what it's just a, it's a, it's a means of love. Yeah. 
And when you put yourself into that situation where you're living below your means, you're, you're really saying, Hey, I can choose when to pay 10% more, 20% more for something and create an experience. Cause the experiences are the thing. I remember when my son was born, I, the, the thought that it just hit me like a lightning bolt was he'll never remember the things that I get him. He'll remember the things we do together. And if you're, if you're not having that, that, you know, basically the, the, the budgetary flexibility, or you're not building up the, the saving stuff to, you know, and, and I've even seen this, a, a friend of mine is a financial planner. He, he has a couple of clients who they've been so locked in on savings that they're not enjoying like any of the jerk, right? Like it's almost, it is a hundred percent deprivation yeah. and they're missing out on, this is a rich life we can live. And it doesn't take that much more to pay for some really cool stuff if you're just a little bit intentional about it. Oh, no, it doesn't at all. That's a brilliant point. And yeah, I mean, that's why you use the word choose in there so many times. That's mm-hmm. why this is choose financial independence, right? It's about what right. you value, right? Right. So for right. us, we created a, a framework of a life that just didn't cost that much, right? Like our house, our car, our food, it just didn't cost that much. And it gave us the license then to spend and really splurge on what we do find value. So you mentioned sports, right? Like both my kids are, are really, really good swimmers and they're in now, uh, they're both in year round swimming. And I mean, Mm -hmm. that costs a lot of money. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, a legitimate amount of money Mm -hmm. and we don't bat an eyelash at that because again, we live so far below our means. We save a boatload of money and we've been saving for our entire adult lives and have a fairly significant net worth at this point. We don't have to bat an eyelash about that. Right. It's awesome. And yeah. you know, you you mentioned the the newsletter. That's probably my my favorite thing that I do all week. So uh, if anybody's interested, uh, chooseofit.com/slash/subscribe, and nice. I send that out every Tuesday. And like you said, it's basically these wins from the community, and then maybe like two or three little snippets of of things that I found interesting that week. And and I talked this week about worthwhile splurges. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what's cool. You know, you you have the license to do that, and you also then. We, you know, we're talking about psychology, like you can look for things. You have that space now to say, yeah, what yeah. do I get value from? Right. What yeah. will make this for me? It was on vacation. So we, we took a trip to the Poconos, stayed at a lake house and uh, went up to Maine. And for us, it was, okay, we can spend 10% more to get the perfect location for each of these trips, the absolute pinpoint we couldn't pick a better location within 50 yards if we tried, or we could spend 10% less. And then there's always going to be that inconvenience, right? It's the five minute drive to the lake. It's the 10 minute drive. Hold on. Wait, you're on, you're on mute. You're on mute. Oh, thank you. It marks the vacation. It, it's like, and we, th- and we forgot this. So I had to go back to the house. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, which is becomes, such a pain, right? Like, yes. Yes. It, Cause yeah, that makes a huge difference. So and that was a no-brainer for us. And now, you know, every vacation we're going to look for, okay, where can we get that value? I mean, we two or three X our vacation for 10% more, Yeah. right? Yeah. So that's, that's cool. what I would challenge everybody listening is like, try to find those areas. And now, obviously, it's a slippery slope, right? Of like, okay, you can always justify spending more on everything. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> so clearly not saying that, but like, and, you know, I have this coming up on our, our podcast coming out next week, but even just something like, where can you where can you spend a tiny little pittance of money and save a lot of your time? Mm. Right. So for me, I'm a it was big like, fan of buying time. It's right. Huge. Like you yes. can't get time back, especially, you know, we both have have young kids. Like 
that time is really precious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to value your time significantly. Like I know people that drive 15 minutes out of their way to save 10 cents on gas. I'm like, are you out of your freaking mind? Like <laughs> that is the dumbest way you could spend your time possible. Like I talked about, you know, every six months or so I, I have this big bag of shredding, you know, I'm like one of those people who shreds all my mail and, you know, I, I just, you know, extra safety if I can. And then I found a place where I can pay 75 cents per pound, like a, nothing to shred everything and just dump, dump the, my mail in this, in yeah. this safe box. And it was like $6. And that saved a couple hours of my time. <laughs> it's like, I could yeah. do that any day of the week. Right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I even, I did that recently with the podcast editing as I found, I got a VA to, to edit the podcast because it was the time spent, but also it was something that I wasn't amazing at. And that actually made me less likely to produce another show because yeah. I didn't, because I didn't enjoy it. And you, you kind of get these ideas, like the psychology of, of where there's flow, where there, where there are things. And it's really, I, I think at the end of the day is comes down to just values, awareness and prioritization of just being able to say, like, I, I know these are the things that are important to me. I don't really feel like spending money on this other stuff. And, and uh conversation I had yet just yesterday with a buddy, he talked about integrity in spending. And he, he was talking about sticking to a budget, but I thought, what if just our spending reflected our values? Like, wouldn't that, like, and it, what's cool is it doesn't matter what your values are. Like, I, I, I'm not saying you have to have the same values I do, but if we had integrity of spending in, we could look at our, uh, you know, our, our statement front at the end of the month and be like, yes, like what the things that are most important to me, that's where my money's going. And the things that I don't really care much about, it's very, very little that's going that direction. That's, that's even just a cool paradigm to think about how you're making these big decisions because they really do have an impact. Yeah, no, they definitely do. And, and yeah, you know, it's interesting because I, I think what we've hit on, like you said, is it's that your own values, right? And I think mm-hmm. I, there was a point in my past where I probably would have vilified, like, you know, I say that somewhat jokingly, but like, you know, going out and buying a fancy car or, oh, mm-hmm. that's stupid. I would never, you know, mm-hmm. but I've really come full circle on that. And in mm-hmm. that, like, that is not what I value, but I know there are people that put a great amount of value on that and they just, they love their cars. Okay. Now, rest assured, you need to make decisions, right? You cannot buy everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously you have to create that framework of the life that works for you. Like I said, in mine, it was driving old cars, but for somebody else, it might be driving a brand new BMW and getting a new one every three years. Like, again, that's not my choice, but mm-hmm. there are people in our community that make that choice. And that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. This is a, right. this is a very broad tent. And that's, yep. that I think is what is so alluring for people is it's like a no judgment zone, right? It's just, all we ask is that you're intentional. All we ask is that Huge. you spend money yeah. on what you value, not to keep up with the Joneses next door right. or impress anybody or go along with some societal script that you don't even realize you're following, right? <laughs> it's to, which is awesome. Like that's so yes. empowering yes. to take that step back right. and just apply some intentionality. And I think right. that is what has resonated with so many people about, you know, again, what these two bozos from Richmond are talking into a, a microphone about like it, because, because it's inclusive and mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. So that, that'll be our first step. Actually, it would be it's choose FI is choose financial in, t- intentionality. Well, we'll say that's yeah, the first yeah. have <laughs> recognize you're making choices. Maybe that's it. I, this is a great 
a place for us to go into five big questions because we're going to be looking for this first question about why aren't men thriving in their finances? We're writing the book, why aren't men thriving in general? Uh, but we're highlighting in each individual chapter, one of the seven core areas and finances is huge. And uh, so um, that's going to be my first question to you, Brad, is why aren't men thriving in their finances? What's holding them back yeah, uh, from that? I, I think it's... Uh... It's a, I mean, it's a multifactorial thing, but I, I think at its essence, it's we don't we don't know anything. Like we talked about mm. earlier in the podcast, we we never learned anything about finances. Mm. We think that it's complicated because everything we hear about finances revolves around oh, this hedge fund manager and oh, this you know crazy investing style, and you see things the market blow up and you see all these masters of the universe really screwing up and not knowing anything essentially. Right. So you figure, how can I, how can I do right. this? Who am I? Yeah. I'm just some guy. Like, how can I possibly do this? And I think, I think to me, it just, it's a, it's not that complicated. Mm. That's the beautiful thing that I've learned is that we can all thrive if we just learn a little bit. Like this is one of those rare instances in life where taking the path of least resistance actually is the most optimal path, which is, which is wild to think about, right? It's like, okay, if I can just spend a little bit less, if I can hopefully earn a little bit more, and there's, Mm -hmm. you know, again, people in our community who talk about ways to salary negotiate or ways to build a side hustle or transfer into a different, a new career with certifications, not going back for a fancy degree. Mm. And, you know, you have those two things and then you're talking about, okay, I've got some savings. Can I invest this? Oh, is this too complicated? What am I going to do for most people investing in low cost index funds, broad based, you know, S and P 500, obviously not financial advice, but S and P 500 or total stock market index funds. Like it doesn't have to be that hard. We don't, we don't have to believe that we can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there are awesome. millions of men around the world who are taking control of their lives just by making simple decisions. That's right. Yeah. Demystifying. And I, I, I can't remember if this was from your newsletter this week about the, the financial, it's almost like the look behind the curtain about the, the facade that's put up. Yeah. Uh, this is a good newsletter, Brad. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm like, there's like, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm glad so you like it so much. This Damn. is great timing on this one with the, the facade that's put up. It's like, wow, like that the financial planners put up almost as a, a way to create a dependence yeah. of, you know, this, this is really complicated. All this, all these different moving parts, you know, I'll take care of it for you. You right. know, and, only and I can take care of it for you. That's right. right. And that's not <laughs> even the, the detriment is not even the one to 2% fee. More importantly, I think it is that. I, I don't have the agency to do something that's really, really important. It affects my family forever. Yeah. Um, so I have to outsource it and then just leave it up to chance. I can't bring that in-house. Yeah. yeah. And right, again, going back to that locus of control, you can do this. And I think you know another aspect of why we aren't thriving is there is so much of this baggage, right? There's so much stress. Mm. What Mm -hmm. most couples argue about is they Mm -hmm. argue about their finances, right? Because Mm -hmm. nobody has that conversation of, hey, where are you coming from with money? Like, what does Mm -hmm. it mean to you to spend on this? What what would it mean to save? What would it look like if we got on the same page and we had a plan, right? Like nobody, we just kind of 
throw it under under the bed or whatever you know whatever the saying yep. is and, yep. and we just sweep it under the rug that's what it is and, yes you know we yes. just don't want to talk about it and mm -hmm. i think i would challenge everybody out there to say all right i know it's hard i know it's hard to broach that conversation the first time but can you imagine your life on the other side of that conversation <laughs> right mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, I would uh, love to see more of this in like for my wife and I went through premarital counseling uh, before we got married. We didn't talk about money at all. And like the, it's a huge oversight because it, it the paradigms that are coming together. Right. But it is it, the hard part is not is not the decisions as much as it is talking about like having those first covers. I love you <laughs> differentiate that because it's talking about like the decision. It's making those first two steps. Um, all right. So you, you alluded to a time in your life. But question number two is when weren't you thriving in your finances? You don't have to use that same example, but you certainly can. And the reason why I do this is because I want people to know that I, I, I want to reinforce the, the every man's story about each of these core areas is even if you figured it out, there was a time when you needed to and yeah, hadn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it was it, a lot of it started in my, in my early twenties. And even though I'm a CPA, so came out mm -hmm. of a, a great undergrad school, mm -hmm. got my CPA, theoretically should should have known. Known right? all or, the things. Yeah. 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 But that's not the way the world works, right? Because again, like there, there are no classes on personal finance. And you kind of stumble around in the dark and and you try to do what's best. And I mean, mm. I got suckered into, you know, I probably look like chum in the water. The first time I walked into uh, the big, you know, I don't want to name the bank, but the big global bank with uh, $2,000 in hand, you know, in my bank account to, mm -hmm. to invest in a Roth IRA. And mm -hmm. I get taken advantage of because again, mm -hmm. I, I looked like a sucker. I knew nothing. And the person on the other side of that desk said, oh, I'm going to put this guy into the biggest commission laden product I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And it was because I wasn't educated. I didn't take mm -hmm. even just the cursory steps needed to to know what I should do with my own money, right? To mm -hmm. take control of this. And you know, I think wonderfully in the intervening 15 years since then, or maybe 20 years, let's say, uh, there are now a lot more tools where we can take control of sure. our own finances, our own financial mm -hmm. life. So I think you know, maybe I'd like to instead of beating myself up, I'd like to say if I was growing <laughs> up, you know. Coming out of college in 2021, there's a lot more information now. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's one thing I think, like I talked about this real estate speculation, that mm -hmm. that's something, I mean, I lost a lot of sleep over probably an entire decade about wow. this. I mean, this was mm -hmm. a, a real catastrophe on the level that, you know, it, it's kind of hard to describe and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and yet again, you know, looking at the hopeful side and yet. I reached financial independence, but well before I was 40. So, you know, I, I think that's how I always like to to temper that that line of line of reasoning is like, mm -hmm. you know, you can do something as boneheaded as humanly possible and something go down and at price 90% and you can still wow. thrive. So uh yeah, I it, it just always comes back to that for me. And uh, yeah. you know, a lot of it was just it wasn't it just wasn't being smart. It was, it was the the essence, the very definition of speculation, which is mm. buying something, expecting some other sucker to buy it for more than you. Not nice. right. Yeah. Not based on <laughs> it being a business or not based on. Any I'm going to pass this risk on to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. 
I, I'm a believer that, you know, you obviously you have to own up to the decisions you make in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is this was on nobody else but me. It was just absolute stupidity. And I didn't know enough. And, you know, frankly, I deserve to get punished on some level or like I can't be surprised when I did get mm -hmm. punished. And, uh, you know, it was it was quite quite a story. What is, so the, the, the sub question to that is, is what changed for you? So you got this, this experience with a large bank where you're going in to make a good decision and you kind of get talked out of it. Uh, you're, you're this other real estate thing. Is it the, because I'm, I'm looking for like a tipping point for other people too. Like, is yeah. this, is it the pain of it? Is it the, you know, I, I'm just drawing a line of the sand. Is it, I acquired a certain amount of information and now I'm, now I know like what for you was your, uh, your tipping point? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, thinking back, so I think the the main underlying was that my wife and I were always savers. Okay, so you know, saving fifty percent of your income, mm -hmm. you can basically screw everything else up. <laughs> you know, like I, did. I think this is I think this is one of the questions on Tinder. Uh, when you're looking for a match, <laughs> do you save 50% of your What's your savings rate? Yeah, that would be a good one. That's how you know. That's how you know. All right. I've, we were I've, meant to be. I, I, made, I made a good match. <laughs> and and I know this is not uh, exactly translatable for a lot of people who you know aren't saving 50% of their income. But but I think uh, you know a high savings rate cures all. Mm, and cool. yeah. it gives you the space to then make these mistakes and not that you want to make them obviously, but, uh, you know, and, and then like my wife and I, I think the first book we read, I, I want to say it was a book called smart couples finish rich. Uh, mm. I, I have to look up the author. It's, uh, it very, sounds very familiar. So that yeah, is it's definitely... a famous, I'm going to look yep. it up while we're, it's yep. great. Uh, so that book we read, uh, who's the author here? I'm sorry. This no, it's not, fine. Making, not no. making for great audio. Uh, this helps Bob. for the show notes. Okay. I thought it was Bob. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, we read that in our, right when we got married. So mid twenties and, you know, that gave us some, some significant information. And then we started, I just started following uh, personal finance blogs. So uh, get rich slowly by JD Roth. That was one of the originals. And then when Mr. Money Mustache came out in, I think 2013 ish, uh, you know, he was the, the kind of like OG uh, financial independence guy. His uh, website still looks like it. It's it really does. And he's, <laughs> uh, he is super hardcore in the best possible yep. way. Awesome. And, you know, it made me realize like, okay, this is, this is doable, right? There's a different cool. path. So what does it look like? Like, because I, I think one of the reasons, and you experienced this, even when you were starting out uh, a lack of examples uh, although we did just name a couple, but a lack of examples kind of around you, I think it was one of the biggest reasons why people don't thrive in any of the core areas, but I would say finances for sure, because, you know, we talked about, do you keep up with the people next to you? And like, if all we're seeing is we only see the consumption side, we don't see the saving side. Uh, what is, I'd love to just a, a visual, uh, a word picture of what it looks like to thrive in your finances, to be able to um, you know, what, either what you and Laura have achieved or what you're, what you're hoping your, your listeners will. Yeah. I mean, to me thriving. So I guess I would start with lack of stress. I would start with, let's just, we can just leave it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> that, you, that's it. Not right? worrying. How amazing would that be? Right. If your <laughs> finances, awesome, 
not only aren't the biggest aspect of stress in your life, mm-hmm. but are a non-issue for you. So good. Because yep. everything's simple. Everything's on autopilot. There are no surprises. And when there are surprises, right? Like people, people call them emergencies in a lot of senses, but it's just a phrase that I like to use is life is lumpy, right? Like, <laughs> you know, your expenses are lumpy. Things happen. Like those aren't necessarily emergencies. Like, you know, my air conditioner is going to break down every 10 years. Like that's not an emergency. That's life is lumpy. You know, mm-hmm. I could take my CPA's hat and amortize the $5,000 I spent mm-hmm. for it over 12 years, but, but that's not the way it works. You have to mm-hmm. spend $5,000 or whatever the amount is on a new HVAC system every 10 to 12 years. You know that's coming, right? And when you have, when you have a net worth, you can make decisions from a position of strength, right? And you don't have to stress about that. You can make decisions from a position of strength, mm-hmm. even down to purchasing everyday items. You know, like this is so stupid and it's a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous example. But like, you know, if there's something you know you're going to use, and it doesn't go bad over a year, like even like aluminum foil, again, terrible mm-hmm. example, but just bear with me. Like this is know. so representative though of the choose FI community. I love it. So it's like, <laughs> because, because it can be any, like the, you can geek out on the, on whatever you want to geek out about. So go anything, on, man. Right? It's like, awesome. Yeah. Like you can buy an entire <laughs> year's worth of, of aluminum foil. And like, you know, because it was 90% off or some ridiculous thing, because mm-hmm. again, the real point there is you're not worried about cash flow. You're not stressing yeah. of, yeah. is my paycheck going to hit on the 15th, but my credit card and my electric bill are going to come out on the 14th this month because of the way the weekends, like think about the stress of that, right? Like yes. the mental space that is being taken up by managing this plate spinning thing right. you have going. Right. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. So, so, you know, thriving starts there. Obviously, when you're when you're truly thriving, you're maxing out your 401k and your IRAs. You're uh, being able to save. For all of those things are important to you, whatever that may be. You know, for a lot of people, it's travel, it's mm-hmm. saving for their kids' college in a 529. You know, everybody makes personal decisions, right? And it's obviously it's not my place to tell people where to put their money, but like when you can do all of those things mm-hmm. and then not have to stress, not have to worry, and maybe hopefully still have some money left over to save or to splurge, you know, go mm-hmm. out and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Like this is not about deprivation. So I think that that's kind of how I would, from a, like a mental framework, how I'd encapsulate thriving. That's awesome. All right. Uh, next one is tools, strategies, resources. I mean, you're sitting on one, so definitely <laughs> go check out choosefi.com because they have tons of stuff. But, um, and I love that smart couples finished rich part because of the, the idea of uh, where, where a lot of guys are is being married somebody to to somebody who isn't the same personality around money, you know, all of, all of those types of things. But do you have like a, um, you know, a first few steps or like a, you know a, a other resources that yeah. you're? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I mean, there, like you said, there's a ton, so it's hard to, <laughs> which is awesome hard. because <laughs> you like you said, 20 years ago, it really like it was still your your employer to take care of you, yeah. like like all that like the paradigms have shifted dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think uh, hopefully people are listening to this start out at Choose FI. So mm-hmm. uh, episode 100 is where, even though it's from a couple of years ago, that's where yep. I suggest yep. you getting started and then pick up, you know, pick up wherever, go back to the beginning. A lot of it is, is evergreen, but uh, you mentioned JL Collins before he has a book called mm-hmm. the simple path to wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has a website where you can read 
uh, the majority of, of that book uh, in his stock series, he calls it. And it, it basically just demystifies investing. Like investing doesn't have to be that hard. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Mr. Money Mustache. Uh, he has a uh, just a, a 300 plus articles that are just amazing and will you know kick you in the butt and give you that <laughs> that that impetus to to take some action, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it at least pull you out of one side of the ditch, even if he doesn't get you all the way to the other. It at least <laughs> get you up on the high road. Yeah, and actually, his article it's called the shockingly simple math behind early mm -hmm. retirement. Gosh. I can see on your face that changed your life it's, as much as it did it's mine. It's crazy because it talk about demystifying something. You're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be alive this long anyway. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. why not be retired when I get to that? Age? I mean, it's yeah. The, the fun it's part, wild, I, right? I remember telling a friend, um, and because we, you know, this is the another I'm passing it on. That we're yeah. talking about this, and I think I wish, especially after listening to Millionaire Educator, I wish I would have discover this stuff sooner because it's enough of a game to engage me that I would probably, as you, I probably would have been retired five years ago because it there's, there are so many cool things that you could gamify about this. And, and it's really each time you do that, you're taking more control over your current and future life. Yeah. And that's, okay. it's a cool place to be. Yeah. So right. For the, the math geeks out there. Yeah. Yep. Definitely hit up that shockingly. So it just shows like, this is a math equation at the end of the day, right? He, he has a, a simple table of if you save X percent, you're going to be able to retire or, you know, reach financial independence is how we like to call it. Sure. The, the whole yeah. retire early, that has a lot of like psychological baggage that we, we kind of shy away from, but sure. reach financial independence. If you save 50%, it's 17 years, regardless of whether you start at 22 and get there mm -hmm. at 39 or you start and regardless at, of how much money you make. Yeah. Right. It's just the percentage just of the income, right? Right. Right. Because you yeah, can, you know, it's crazy. Theoretically, you should, yeah, your spending is based on your income, right? So mm -hmm. it, it is just a math equation. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going to kick myself later for leaving some stuff out, but you can't, you can't go wrong <laughs> if you, uh, JL Collins, Mr. Money Mustache and choose. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are, uh, great places to start. All right. So last question is just encouragement. I, I just, for somebody who's starting out or somebody who's on the, the FI journey, uh, or just trying to, they've made some headway with wrapping their mind around their finances, but encouragement that it's worth it. Cause I think that's really another place we could cycle back to why aren't men thriving their finances often is they're like, man, I don't know. I'm just, you know, it's easier to just throw up my hands and pretend this doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, it starts at like the, the cosmic level of, you know, we get 80 to 90 years on this planet. If we're, if we're pretty lucky, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you want to spend a huge portion of that 40 plus years working and doing something that in most cases, I don't want to paint a broad rush, but in most cases you don't truly enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. You would not choose to spend your life, half of your entire life that way, if you mm -hmm. had another option, right? And like you said, time goes quick and you're going to wake up for most people who are saving nothing or even worse, getting into further and further debt, mm -hmm. you're going to wake up that 17 years from now or 25 years from now, and essentially nothing is going to, going to change, right? You're going to still have virtually no net worth. You're still going to be stressed. Or mm -hmm. you could make a decision today to make your life better, right? And stack up these tiny little changes. Like I didn't make any catastrophically huge change, you know, uh, massive change in my life. It was just a series of small changes. And now I look at my life as 
where am I going to find that next little change to make my life better? Right. And those things, not only does money compound, but those changes in your life compound. I'm Mm -hmm. the healthiest I've ever been. Mm. I am, you know, spending time with my kids, watching them grow up. Right. That's a beautiful thing. I'm home. I'm home all the time with my kids. Mm -hmm. I get to spend time with my wife every single day. I'm not stuck in an office. And believe me, there is nothing special about me. I did nothing out of the ordinary. I didn't deprive myself. I didn't live a life that was horrible for mm-hmm. 15 years in order to get to this Shangri-La. You weren't making a million dollars a year. No, no I never even made six figures. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Nothing yeah. like that. Yes. And yet I was able to do this. And and to say that it was worth it is is such an understatement. I mean, it's you get to control, in my case, from the time I'm 35 till the time that, you know, whenever I pass, like many, many decades, I get to control what I do. That's there's that is priceless, truly. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's what we're buying. And I was thinking about it even like if you if you set on, you know, a, a savings rate plan and you're, you know, I want to retire in, in 17 years. Sorry, I'm gonna be financially independent in mm-hmm. 17 years as we're going through, and you miss it by 50%. You know how much cash you have in the bank? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's not <laughs> it's it's not even like it's not a it's it's not nothing and then everything. It like you're that is such a brilliant point. To, right you're prepped to do a lot of really cool stuff yeah even and 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 as you alluded to like maybe you love your job and you want you know you don't want to leave and that's awesome but like you're you're making these decisions to be able to give more money to be able to you know to to be able to help other people have amazing experiences like that that creates a rich life even if you continue if you work until you die but you've taken care of this one thing about Getting having a, a positive number savings rate and yeah. and one percenting that just that thing alone does so yeah. much for you. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because yeah, this clearly is not a zero or one. It's not yeah. a I'm not a financial independence or I am, and it's certainly and I don't want to have left this impression. This is not about saving fifty percent of your income. Right. Okay, your life gets better if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Your life gets better dramatically that first time you have a thousand dollars saved up. Right, mm-hmm. your life is mm-hmm. so much better. That first time you have five thousand, ten thousand. Could you imagine someone who's living paycheck to paycheck, has a little bit of credit card debt, is worried about every little two hundred dollar expense? The first time they have five thousand dollar net worth. Yeah, I mean it's it is a yeah. sea change. So yeah. yeah, that is such a critical point, and I'm so glad we're leaving it there because yep. this is not zero or one. This is not, you know, get on this path close your eyes, sleep for 17 years, and then everything's great. It, that is the furthest thing from the truth. Like you accrue so much power every step mm-hmm. of the way. And it's awesome. That is what is just so wonderful and empowering about this entire journey. Thanks so much to Brad for joining us. Just a, a ton of fun. Uh, I really got uh, introduced to him from uh, our friend, Greg Guerrero, who uh, has been featured on the podcast before uh, talking about the permission to fail, uh, which was just an awesome episode. Go back and listen to that one. Uh, and did a, a deep dive on uh, the Choose FI podcast. I started with episode 100 and then jump back to, to episode one and get into go, uh, you know, listen through all of those. Uh, and uh, just an awesome paradigm shift in the way that a lot of us think about our finances, think about retirement, all these different things, and really think about the journey. That's what I love about uh, Brad and, and Jonathan's approach. It's it's so uh, kind of refreshing uh, 
given the different advice we get and, and uh, obviously the fact that they're living it and uh, that they are living the, the fire life is just uh, a great credibility for them and makes it easy to follow them. So definitely check out, check out choosefi.com. All the other stuff that we talked about today, that's going to be on uh, our show notes, which is made to thrive.coach slash 059. Again, made to thrive.coach slash 059 for episode 59. And I uh, uh, hope that you're really getting to the point uh, in your finances where you're, you're feeling more in control, whatever you want to, uh, to pursue, uh, you know, whether that's you want you like this fire idea, or uh, you know, there's fat fire and lean fire and all these different things. Really, at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of the emotional stuff. That's why we talk about uh, you know different um, books that we've talked about before uh, about uh, this in our relationship with finances. And so, uh, just recommend that you kind of do some introspection on that. Uh, if you haven't taken the uh, the assessment yet, amithriving.com, Make sure you check that out as well. Just feel figure out for yourself where finances fit in terms of your strengths. You know, is it, is it the top of the list? Is it near the middle, maybe at the bottom and realize how that might be kind of holding you back in other areas as well. And, and uh, this might be something for you to join a mission like choose FI or the stuff that we have going on at, at made to thrive to be able to say, I don't want this to be the thing that's holding me back. So uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to the show, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this uh, uh, on Apple or, or Google, Amazon, Spotify, wherever that is. And uh, I definitely recommend that you subscribe so you, we can get you the best content every Monday morning coming out there. And of course, you can check out madetothrive.coach for resources and even to book a, a free coaching call with me. I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to Made to Thrive. Check out madetothrive.coach for resources and coaching to help you thrive in every area of your life. And get your free assessment at amithriving.com. Talk to you soon.